What it do, all my crew? It's Alyssa, and I'm here to celebrate all of our dirt so that we can embrace our destiny. With a lifetime of filtering everything through religion, I'm here to share my confessions, talk about the dirt, and give you the tools that you need to move forward. So for the love of coffee, let's chat. This is your unfiltered podcast. Well, what it do, all my crew, it's Alyssa Holt, and I am so excited you are here with me on the pod for our unfiltered chat of the day. If you don't know who I am, maybe a friend sent you the link to this podcast, maybe you just stumbled upon me, whatever the case may be, I just want to go ahead and share a little secret with you that's not really a secret. This channel is unfiltered. I share my heart with you. I share my dirt with you. I share all of the real life things that I am going through, the burdens, the struggles, the reality of life. And the truth is I have a topic at hand that may be controversial, but I truly believe it is going to be freedom for your life. It is going to bring life to your heart. It's going to breathe fresh air into your lungs today because I know that this has been something I have been kind of carrying around for a while. If you have not been with me on live Facebook, I would love for you to come be a part of our community over there. We have unfiltered chats twice a week live on Facebook. Come check it out. Me and my husband also do live worship on Facebook. If you're into that kind of thing, come hang out with us. We'd love to set an atmosphere for you um, around 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And um, we also have a podcast together as well. Be a podcast. Go hit subscribe over there if you are into real life conversation, keeping things real, keeping things raw, understanding that there is no way people can move forward in their life until we stop holding secrets until we stop covering up our dirt. The moment that we begin to embrace the dirt in our life and walk through it together is the moment that we're going to see destiny grow. So that is what we are all about. We give you guys tools almost every single day of the week for you to get up off of the ground and dust the dirt off, knowing that the dirt you are carrying is what's going to bring growth to your life. And so the topic that I want to kind of talk about today was actually spawned from a conversation between me and my husband um, as we were putting together my back porch oasis, as I like to call it. Um, I have a screened in back porch that was just this empty space. So I have taken it and I have filled it with these big um, plants and these gorgeous flowers and light bulb um I don't even know what they're called, the big light bulb lights that have been strung all over the um, patio ceiling. And it's just become this really pretty place. But I think that it really started out with me just proving to myself that I can grow things and not kill them. Yes, I have had the struggle for like all of my life, every plant I have pretty much ever been given or ever purchased, I have killed. So I have made it my spiritual project that I can grow things in my life even when I've proved to kill most of the things in my life um, that are green. So um, I kind of want to talk about the subject that me and my husband were talking about as we were hanging lights the other night. And I think that it's going to really help you 
if I could put a title, I guess, to this podcast, it would be Faithing Up to Face the F-Words in Your Life. Did I just say that? My mom is going to literally die when she hears that title. You have to faith up in order to face the F-Words that are in your life, that are looking you straight in the face. Do you hear what I'm saying? What are you looking at today? What F word are you facing today? What F word are you needing to use faith to overcome? Is it fear? Is it failure? Is it um, finances? Is it family struggles? Is it um, flaws that you are so sick and tired of carrying around? What is it in your life that has tried to lie to you about what it is that you can have and who it is you are? These are things that I have had to really faith up to lately during quarantine. Things that I've had to face, the F words in my life that have tried to yell at me with so much bondage and um, so much condemnation that has tried to keep me from being who it is I know I can be in Christ. And maybe it's areas that you feel like even with my plant issue, I feel like every time I try to grow something, it always dies. Maybe the area, the F word that you're trying to overcome is constantly proving to you that it constantly brings death to your life. You never see true growth from it. You never see true life come from that area. It is constant death. It is constant bondage. It is constant failure. It is constant fear. It is constant financial issues. It's constant family struggles. Whatever the case may be that you are facing right now, um, can I tell you that you have the ability to see growth in your life? The problem is, is that when we see failure in so many areas over and over again, we tend to not even try. We tend to give up before we ever start. And we make up our minds that we will never see it happen because we've tried it before and it never worked. I was talking to my husband while we were putting together my little oasis in the back and um, gathering all of these plants and hanging lights. And I was really just reflecting on a different season in my life where I kind of did the same thing. Um, I went with my daughters and we bought all kinds of plants and we potted them together and nurtured them together. And I don't know what it is about outdoors and growing something when I feel like a thing in my life is dying, but I guess it's just therapeutic for me. Um, when my ex-husband left me after 10 years of marriage, I found myself in that kind of season. And the Lord started dealing with me about some things. Um, he really started dealing with me on the subject of losing control, the subject of faithing up and facing the F words in my life by giving up the control. You know, I think so many times we try to keep our hand on everything in our life in such a way that we feel if we're not in control, then it's not going to work. And there has been so many times in my life where I've had to learn 
submitting to God doesn't mean only obeying. It means being willing. And I've talked about this before on my lives. You know, as a mother, there's a lot of times I ask my kids to do stuff and they obey. They do it. But that doesn't mean they're willing. The whole time they're fighting, they may be fussing about it, they may be throwing stuff around, um, whatever the case may be. Just because you obey doesn't mean you're in complete submission to God. Um, In order to be completely submitted, you have to have a heart that's obedient and willing. And that's going to require you to lose control. And during that season of my life, which was three years ago, a little over three years ago now, and during this season of my life, I am finding that when you are faithing up, when you have to find the faith to look the things in your life that are yelling at you, the F words that are yelling at you, the fear, the failure, the flaws, the the family issues, the lack of friendships in your life, the lack of faith in your life, whatever it is that you are struggling with, it is going to require you to say, I am okay with not being in control. That's what faith is. Faith is saying things are out of my control. This thing that is looking me in the face is something that I cannot control. It's something that I don't have the power to determine how it, how it, you know, works out in the end. So I'm going to faith up. I'm going to look it in the face. I'm going to declare the word of God. I'm going to stand on the word of God. I'm going to trust in the Lord with all my heart, even when I feel like it doesn't make sense. I'm going to um, believe that something beautiful can grow from this, even though I have killed everything that I've put my hands on concerning this issue. And um, I just want to challenge you today. What is it that you are facing that you have been trying to control for a long time? And God's saying, okay, it's time to faith up. It's time to face the F words in your life, but it's going to require you to lose control of what it is that you're used to having your hand on. It's going to require you to be submissive to me. And that means not only obeying, but being willing. And as I was, you know, talking to my husband about this topic the other night while we were sitting out on the back porch, um, I started remembering what it felt like to lose control, what it felt like to truly faith up, what it felt like to truly face what we're calling the F words in my life three years ago. And it kind of stunned me because it's a part of my story, I guess, that, you know, you forget certain parts of your story. And I think it's good to always take time to reflect. And that's why I'm a huge advocate of journaling. Um, Just so you can see the true process of what God brought you through. And this is just a side of my story that I haven't really reflected on. But when I was going through this season of facing the things in my life that I needed to faith up to and lose control over, because faith is the fact that you don't have control over it, but God does, and you believe he's working it all out for your good, I realized the things that God tested me with 
in order for me to prove to him that I was trusting him with the issues. And this is kind of what my story looks like in a nutshell. So I'm a pastor's kid. I've been in full-time ministry my whole life. I was in a marriage in full-time ministry for almost 10 years. We actually, our divorce was finalized three days before our 10-year anniversary. And so I have known nothing in my life other than following God, trusting God, working in ministry, um, walking in faith. And my whole life, all of my dreams consisted of preaching, writing songs, standing on stages and proclaiming the goodness of God. And we came to Arkansas to plant a church with my parents at that time. And uh, my whole life crumbled and my whole ministry crumbled and the goodness of God crumbled and promise crumbled and everything I thought my future looked like crumbled. And I found myself in the season of planting flowers to prove to myself that I can grow something worthwhile in my life. And God started saying, okay, now I need you to faith up. I need you to face all of these things, all of these words that have been looking you in the face for so long. And I need you to lose control by giving me control. And what that looked like for me was I had to give up ministry. And I think sometimes we need to realize that God, in order to see how much he can trust us with the call on our life, he wants to see how much we're willing to give up. How much is it going to cost you? And um, I heard um, um, Maria Woodworth Etter, somebody asked her, what did the anointing on your life cost you? And she said, it cost me everything, everything. And um, I think we don't take into account the fact that God allows us to go through seasons in order to see how much he can trust us with the growth in our life. And during that season, I came to a place where God said, are you willing to give up your dreams in order to see joy be restored, in order to see family be restored, in order to see me do what it is that I need to do in your life? Are you willing to give up your dreams in order to see me move? And I did to the place where I stopped preaching um, now, I never fully stopped preaching, but I wasn't preaching the way that I used to preach every week. Um, I started pursuing a teaching career, something that I had never done before, but it I was forced into a season of finding a job because my ministry looked different without a spouse and my financial stability looked different without a spouse. So I went and I became a substitute teacher and I killed the game. And I was one of the most sought after substitute teachers in our little bitty town. And I absolutely loved it. I loved um, pouring into the kids. I loved being there for the teachers. I loved being a part of a community. And I poured my heart into it. I took a step back from what most people would call ministry, pulpit ministry, I guess you could say. And I stepped into doing life with people. And God began to teach me a whole nother aspect of life through that, but it required me being willing to faith up and lose control. Um, it required me 
being submissive, by being obedient and willing, by giving up my dreams, by giving up the thing that I was used to doing in order to do what God needed me to do during that season so that I can grow in certain areas that I needed to grow in in order to step into my next season to the point where I officially got to a place where I was like, okay, God, I know my dreams were to travel the world and preach the word and stand on stages that were going to reach multitudes. And I'll just stay here instead. I know that was my dreams, but I'm going to submit to you if this is where you have me and I'm supposed to live in this little bitty town in Arkansas and substitute teach and possibly get a degree for teaching and totally change the game. If this is your plan, I'm happy with that. I started making my little home, um, my little house a home, I guess you could say. I started making myself a little career um, in teaching. And I even applied into college at Liberty University to get my teaching degree. And I think that act of saying, okay, God, if this is where you have for me to be, I'm faithing up by trusting you. I know it's all out of my control. Life looks totally different. This is not what I imagined for my life. I had different dreams. But if this is what you have for me, I'm submitting. I'm being willing and I'm obeying. I'm obeying and I'm willing. I'm going to give anything up you tell me to give up. And I'm going to face the F words in my life by saying, okay, failure has hit me. My marriage has failed. My ministry has failed up to this point. Um... I'm going to redirect myself with you, Lord. I'm going to allow you to grow me in areas that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to grow in a pulpit ministry. Um, And I started college and I started pursuing this teaching degree. And can I tell you, I think that it reminds me of the story of um, Abraham when God told him to take his son Isaac up the mountain and He was going to sacrifice his son, the son that he waited for. He waited years and years and years and years for. And God said, okay, you're going to take him up the mountain. And he knew exactly what he was going to be asked to do. And he was asked to sacrifice him. And in his obedience and willingness, God ended up saying, okay, okay, before the sacrifice happened, don't do that. You've proven to me that you're willing. You've proven to me that you'll obey. Now watch what I'm going to do in your life. That is what I think God showed me through me losing control and saying, I'm going to faith up by taking my hands off of stuff. This may not be my plan, but I'm willing and I'm going to obey. And I applied for a teaching degree that I never thought I would apply for, started my first semester of college, and literally three weeks into my first semester, three weeks into my classes, um, God sent me Brandon Holt. <laughs> and it's almost like he said, okay, you went up the mountain, you sacrificed your dreams, you're pursuing a totally different career, you've taken your hand off of things and have said, okay, I'm not going to try to control it anymore. You've proven it to me, Alyssa. So just uh, go ahead and unenroll yourself from college because I've sent you a man that you have been praying for for years. Um, I've sent you a husband that you have desired for years. I've sent you a father to your kids that you have been wanting for their life. 
And now you are fixing to start traveling and you are fixing to start doing ministry at the levels that you have dreamt of doing ministry. And it was like one of those moments where I realized God tests you. You know, the word talks about that all the time, how he tests your character and he allows you to go through seasons, not to be a mean God, but to see growth in those seasons that are going to prepare you for the next step. And it's like all of the things that God allowed me to encounter with teaching and the experiences I had, they prepared me to step into ministry from a different perspective. They prepared me to look at the single mama and say, I know what it's like to have to give up the idea of my dream. I know what it's like to have to step into a totally different career path. I know what it's like to have to step up and provide for my family because I was the primary one to put food on my table. I know what it's like to not know how, but trust God. And if it weren't for those experiences, I wouldn't be able to minister from the place that I minister at now. I hit up all of the food banks. I was on the food stamps. I was on the government assistance. I was working my tail off. I was raising two kids and I sacrificed my dreams to say, hey, God, if this is where you have me, I'm going to obey and I'm going to submit and I'm going to faith up and face the failures, face the fear, face the problems in my friendships and my family and my finances by trusting that you have it in your hands. It may not look like what I thought, but I know you're working all things together for my good. And in doing so, it was like God said, okay, I took you up this mountain. You proved to me that you were going to do it. So you know what? Just uh, psych. You're not going to college. You're not getting that degree. Um, I'm going to give you everything that you prayed for in return. I'm going to show you how faithful I am. And that's exactly what happened in my life. And so in this season of my life right now, I'm reminded of how that played out in my life, how funny it was for me. I had became the substitute that everybody was calling. And then Brandon came into my life and I started traveling with him. Even as we were dating, I was doing conferences with him and doing um, worship things with him. And ministry with him and I wasn't home enough to sustain my job. And um, people were like, you know, I kind of wondered why you were pouring yourself into teaching. And I was like, because that's what God had for me at that moment. And if it weren't for my obedience and willingness, I don't think he would have brought me my promise. And so wherever you are right now, whatever it is you are facing, I'm in this season again, where I'm having to remind myself of that experience. It's that faith experience that, you know, that moment that I can grab a hold of as substance, that moment that I can grab a hold of as evidence that I applied the word to my life. And through my faith, through my willingness, through my obedience, God proved his self. He proved that promise is waiting for me. I just have to be willing to wait. And maybe you're in that moment right now. I'm there with you. I just want to, you know, take you by the hand and say, you know what? Let's do this together. 
I know for me what that looks like. I know what I'm praying for. I know what I'm waiting for now in this moment, in this season. I've got it journaled. I have began to check things off one at a time, how God is providing, how God is proving himself, how God is remaining faithful during this season. And it's just so cool to see, okay, here I am in another season where I'm having to let go of control. Here I am in another season where I'm faithing up. Here I am in another season where I'm facing these F words and I'm seeing God show up with faithfulness. He is a good father. He never will fail us. He never will fail us. Even when we feel like we have failed so many times, he shows up time and time again. And I want to encourage you, all you have to do is show up. You don't have to be showy. You don't have to figure it out. It's not your job to figure it out. Your job is to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Be willing to do anything he asks you to do and know that he's never going to ask you to sacrifice something you love without giving you so much more in return. I say that from proof. I say that from standing in the midst of the dirt and seeing destiny grow from it. I say that because I have been there time and time again. This is just one incident that I am sharing with you today. There are so many other stories that I'm sure you will hear um, throughout the podcasts and the episodes that I share with you, but I want to encourage you to keep showing up. I want to encourage you to keep standing in faith. I want to encourage you to keep facing the things God's telling you to by giving him control and taking your hands off of it, knowing if he's asking you to sacrifice something, that means there is so much promise on the other side of it waiting for you. You just have to be patient and be willing to wait. I know it's tough. I know it's hard, but it is so worth it. It is so worth it. So I would love for you to grab my book. It will help you during the season of waiting. Hashtag unfiltered, walking through dirt while embracing your destiny. It's on Amazon and Kindle. It's on our website. Come find me on social media at the Alyssa Holt. Um, Find me on Facebook. Be with me on our live chats, on our live worships. Um, I want to pour into you in the way that I would want somebody to pour into me during this season. And hey, I can tell you most of the things that I speak on are things that I'm needing myself. We are all in this together. So go out there and take your life back. You have too much purpose to sit down in your pain. So I'm going to end this the way I always do. Raise a glass to the dirt in your life because it's worth celebrating.